Welcome to the Beers and Miles podcast, where we talk about beers, miles, and whatever else we can manage to jump off topic with. My name's Chris, and uh, I'm coming back to you, I think I can tell you, Happy New Year's? Um, I don't know if it's uh, something that, I mean, last time I saw you was last year, so, you know. Uh, But I I think you can still say Happy New Year's halfway through the month of January, so I'll say it. Happy New Year's, guys. We're back. Uh, It's been a bit of been a bit of a weird uh, couple uh, weeks. Uh, uh, Chris got COVID at the end of the, uh, December. Then I went to Hawaii. Well, first I recovered from COVID. I have to put that out there. Uh, recovered from COVID, thankfully. Uh, and then went to Hawaii and, and then went to California. And now I'm back, freezing. And uh, in a constant state of either freezing or overdressed, which is uh, today's run felt more on the latter. So... Um, Coming to you live from the uh, home of the Ray, we have Nicole. Home, home on the Ray. Yeah, Ray's here. She's um, living her best life. She got a, well, I got, I got a heated blanket for Christmas. (laughs) The fam got Um, a heated blanket. Yeah, Ray got a heated blanket for Christmas. So... You know, we had a week off after um, the holidays, like we had the week between Christmas and New Year's off, both my husband and I did. And um, Ray was getting really upset because we have like a whole bed for her in our office with a space heater and a heating pad. And she she lives a spoiled life. Like she lives a life that I wish I had. No working, just being warm all the time. Um, but we were like on the couch all the time. And I actually asked for this blanket for Christmas and I didn't get it, but I got a gift card. So I, I used the gift card to purchase this blanket. And the day it came, like she was like getting legitimately mad at us for not being in the office. She was like, like, I want to be in here and I want to be warm. And the day it came, I swear to God, like every time I would move, I would just like have my whole spot get stolen and she would just be sprawled under this blanket. So um, home of the Ray, very, very warm Ray. <laughs> It's the funniest thing because we'll get a Snapchat or we get a message saying, um, I stepped away from one second and you look back and spray already <laughs> curled up in the heated blanket. She really sprawls. Like she takes up a lot of space. Which fair because like, I, not... I got mine. It's great. <laughs> Best thing ever. Ray lives yeah. a life of luxury. She truly does. And uh, from... Coming to you live from uh, Barclays' basement of magical wonderies. That's all I could call it. <laughs> we have Keen. Hi, Keen. Hello. Barclay does not go in the basement. One, because the cat litters down there. Number two, it's too cold for Barclay. <laughs> Barclay yes. spoiled themselves, too. He, yeah, they are, they're both spoiled. spoiled These dogs, dogs are... These dogs live the life that I wish I had. Like, I have to freaking work so that my dog has a good life. Same. And you, like, move a little bit and they just, like, deep exhale and you're like, I'm sorry, am I ruining your life? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, work, work, work so they can bork, bork, bork. I know. That is (laughs) exactly what we do. (laughs) How are you doing? Doing good um just trying to get through january um you know it's just like the toughest month of the year but we're gonna get through it we were discussing this i think it's february 
Are you doing dry January? I've been calling it damp January. Um, so I'm just trying not to drink during the weekday. And then like Friday, Saturday, have some drinks. So just trying to like rein it in. Because I couldn't remember the last time I didn't have a drink. And that was a problem. So it was like over 20 days in a row of drinking in the month of December. Holidays. Yes, it was a holidays for sure. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, speaking of drinks, we uh, are popping one over here. Uh, because as we Dang do it, with... I wanted to get my seltzer water to pretend like I was drinking with this. <laughs> well, you've already taken so off the, go. uh, you've already, uh, taken off the veil on your end right now. So, uh, what we're drinking today is from Other Half Brewing. This is one of the beers that I picked up at, uh, the end, during NYC Champs. So it's getting pretty close to the end of its three-month shelf life. So let's clear through these out before we start drinking some of the beers that I brought from California. Um, this is called No Shirt, No Service. And this is the other half in Jay Wakefield, Imperial, India Pale Ale, 8.5 a- ABV, and uh, yeah, 16 fluid ounces. This is a uh, very, very uh, hazy. You can't even see through the glass. Um, I have a follow-up question about this beer. How come there's only no shirt no service like if i walk in there without pants on are they still gonna serve me if you're in florida yes true fair so i think that's probably the. i think that came from that came from the whole like beach vibes where like people would like like men would show up just in their swim trunks and no shoes or like women would just show up in their which i think i don't know Because you see it in beach towns. Yeah, I'm just a little confused because, like, you you do see it in beach towns, but they never make any mention of any pants. Yeah, no, no pants, no pants needed. Well, like, I think this is why it says it says no shirt, no dot dot dot, no service. So I think the shoes portion of it, since Jay Wakefield is out of Florida, probably not a lot of shoes you're wearing out there. I don't know. I would wear shoes because uh, I don't like walking on the sidewalk when it's dirty. So, you don't not saying Florida's dirty. Not saying Florida's dirty. Not saying anything about that. I'm just saying I'm not a big fan of walking on sidewalks by your foot. Put your shoes on. I don't want to stub my toe. I don't want to stub my toe. Yeah, I, I lost I my junior season breaking my toe. So. Yeah, I have a friend who got a cut on their foot walking on sidewalk once and had to get like a tetanus shot. And so, you know. A little bit, a little bit afraid of rusty nails being on the on the side of the road and on the sidewalk. I'm almost you sure know, that people just drop, people drop really weird stuff. I'm almost sure that Kyle Merber like almost lost his running career because like he, a piece of glass went right through his shoe and like got infected. Yikes! If I remember correctly, I think it was from the Real Main a couple of years ago, like in early 2010s. But yeah, it's crazy. But uh, sounds horrible. Yeah, but you know what doesn't sound horrible. Um, you're probably running right now, or you're driving, or you're doing whatever you do. Um, it doesn't sound horrible right now. It's taking a step back. Pausing podcast after I'm done talking right now, of course. And uh, leaving us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. Because, uh, you know, five-star reviews and good comments lead to this podcast showing up a little bit better. And that means that us, we recorded more episodes and, you know, entertain you. Uh, so go on iTunes. Spotify now has an option to leave five-star reviews, which is fantastic. And uh, tell a friend. Share it on your uh, story. Tell tell people. Tell your dog. Tell your cat. Tell your uh, 
that person you haven't talked to in a couple weeks or a couple months or you only talk to them when you go back home, tell about the Beers and Miles podcast. Maybe they're not a runner. Maybe they can be. Maybe they won't. Maybe they like beer. Maybe they hate it. I don't know. I'm not telling you what to do. Uh, but what I am telling you what to do is we're going to take a real step back. We're going to take one out of Nicole's uh, playbook. And we're just going to remind you to drink your water. Drink your water. Now, Listen, so many of you could be great. You could be like a piece of fettuccine covered in your favorite Alfredo sauce. But nobody wants a piece of dry fettuccine covered in Alfredo sauce. So drink some freaking water, you dehydrated noodle. I hate I hate Alfredo sauce, but I'll agree with that. Marinara, whatever floats your boat. Like you are not just gonna eat a crunchy noodle covered in some sauce. That's disgusting. Well, regardless of the fact, or I don't know, English English things. But uh drink your water. I've already drank one water bottle or one and a half water bottles, and I'm drinking a little bit more because uh, I think what Zach tells me is uh, for every beer you have, you should drink a glass of water, too. Uh, and, for every uh, beer you have, you should drink a mile. True, true, true. I'll take it. True, true. Alrighty, guys. We are going to be recapping. Last time we talked to you guys was right before Boston. Like, I mean, we had our Beers and Miles like, uh, Elite Files series and stuff like that. And uh, also, great episode with Brian Free, But, like, didn't really talk about what exactly happened after october so uh today's just gonna be focusing on a recap of uh i guess second half of the year so uh nicole how did the second half of the year go for you well it was it was pretty um running wise uneventful i but going into boston i was injured um and so i actually did manage to make it through the whole race which was good um, I took walk breaks every 5k. Um, I turned my tracking off, but I, I let my husband track me and he said that my timing chip was really off. It put me at like a six something first mile. So he was like, she's going to fizzle out. But I actually did. I did stick to the plan. I walked every five kilometers. Um, mile 16 of that race. Um, like, I don't know if if, I mean, I'm sure that most of you guys listen to us talk about the Boston course and how, how it is. Like, there's that big downhill between, like, 15 and 16.2. Um, that wrecked my hamstring. Like, it, like, I had high hamstring issues. That was my whole shtick. And it was, like, a slight tear and just, like, a bunch of tendon inflammation. And pounding on that downhill really kind of sent it out, fully out. I ended up having to walk almost every single downhill, um, which mile 16 is really just like when you're getting to the start of Newton and its hills. Like you're not like in Newton yet. Like you're about to get there. Um, So there are a ton of hills right after that, right after the big downhill plunge. And so I had to walk almost every single one of them because it hurt too bad to run. Um, And I was just getting like stabbing pain going up my back from my hamstring. Um, I did manage to finish, though. I partied with some college kids. That was pretty cool. Um, it was a really good experience. I got my six-star medal, uh, and then I didn't run for f- almost four weeks. Like, I didn't run at all. Um, I did Once I did start back running, it was really conservative. I had to do run walks. Um, I had to go really slow. <laughs> it was a really hard comeback, and I, it felt like every time I made – 
like an inch of progress, I got taken back like a foot. Like there were times when I would go to group runs and run just a little bit too fast because you like push the pace sometimes when you're running with groups. Um, and it just, it wrecked me again. So there were a lot of just like periods of like, I would start running again. And then I would just have like three days where I couldn't move my leg. So, I mean, not like it was super painful, but it would be like super tight. And so I got more of a treatment plan. I did a lot of strengthening. I focused really hard on building muscle in the off season. And I'm finally now to a point where I can run workouts and feel good about them again. Um, and I did, that was my fourth weekday workout back, um, yesterday and it actually went really well. Um, and so I was like, kind of surprised. Um, I guess last weekend's kind of went well too. I had like a progression run. Um, it was really kind of icy in spots. So like a lot of me, it was like me speeding up and then like having to like stop and walk over a patch of ice. Cause I'm so fall prone, um, and terrified of like hurting myself again <laughs> and being out. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm going back to Boston to run with uh, one of my very close friends, uh, who qual- he got his first time qualifier, um, last year at the end of last year. Um, it's been that long since we had a podcast, like we, he qualified and then texted me that we're going Boston. So going again, um, still not racing it. I don't think I'll ever actually race Boston. Uh, I think I'll always just kind of be a a little float along those hills kind of person. Um, after having done it for fun once and having such a good time, I don't think I could ever take it that seriously ever again. Um, but yeah, it's running is running and. I'm back at it and not injured and I don't really have a ton of racing plans, but you know, I'll see you guys in Boston, I guess. Keen is more exciting than me. I promise. I don't know about that. <laughs> you, the end of the end of my year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You did a lot of uh, donut runs. <laughs> donut run hostess of the year. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I um I ran wine glass. Um I think we might have talked about it before um on the Boston podcast when we were prepping you guys all for Boston. Um side of wine glass on October third or fourth. Um and it was the weather wasn't ideal, but um the race went, I think, as best as it could have, considering um there was a big, like a strong headwind. It was humid and rainy. Um, so I was like already soaked within the first half mile of the race. Um, but I was able to execute my racing strategy up until like mile 23. Um, and even with mile 23 through 26.2, I really only fell off pace by like 20 to 40 seconds. Um, and typically when I kind of crash and burn at the end of a marathon, I'll see, you know, minute to two minute, um, positive split per mile, um, in those last couple miles. So I was really fighting, uh, for everything I had in those last couple miles. Um, it got really windy at the end of wine glass. I wasn't expecting that. So if you are planning to run it, definitely look at like the last like 5k, 10k of the course. Um, cause it's super just straight, straight shot A to B, and then you start making a bunch of turns. So just be ready for that as well. I was not ready for that. 
Um, but I was really happy with all things considered. Um, my last time I ran in the three teens was 2018. Um, and kind of race after race, I was running in the three twenties, low three thirties and kind of feeling like, am I ever going to get back to those three teen, um, times again? And even in some tough conditions, I was able to be about six seconds off my PR, um, and, you know, not give up when, I knew I wasn't going to get a PR um, and try to fight with everything I had left. So I was really happy with wine glass. Um, I came home from wine glass, got to go on a nice little vacation um, to Turks and Caicos and just live my best life sitting by the pool, drinking and relaxing. (laughs) Highly recommend a like chill out vacation after a marathon. It, you know, made me, not focus on, oh, I'm not working out this week. Oh, I need to eat healthy. Like I just kind of really let myself um, enjoy the time off and um, didn't even really think about it. So that was awesome. Um, I took about 15-ish days off of running and then just slowly, you know, I talked to Chris, like, what do we want to do for the rest of the year? Um, and up until about December, I just kind of ran what I felt like. So some weeks I ran more, um, really just depended on, you know, who was running and what they were running. Um, sometimes I ran twice in a day cause I wanted to run in the morning. And then I had someone that wanted to run in the evening. Um, and just did a bunch of easy miles, which was great. Cause it built a good base for December. Um, and then coming into January, feeling really strong, um, just being able to, you know, take that time off, build a base that was fun for me, but was also still, you know, getting miles up there um, and then ready to rip some workouts in December um, and coming into January. So uh, also did a bunch of weightlifting, a lot of yoga um, over the last three months. So that was exciting um, and just tried some, some different classes and different things. So kind of kept myself occupied. Um and recently just started getting serious about nutrition again. Uh, I was kind of just eating whatever I wanted the last three months. So just trying to focus more on like what my body now needs to fuel these runs and things. So. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, I can't wait to be, uh, uh, to be the butt of the joke by your nutritionist when I say, uh, work on your nutrition this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, Chris would write in my comments on my on my coaching document like, "Hey, let's let's do some nutrition and some gels this weekend." I'm like, "Chris, Chris, we're ahead of you. <laughs> We've been working on this for months." <laughs> yeah, I feel like every I feel like most of the time if you run like over 90 minutes, especially if there's like a workout in there, like I feel like it's really dumb to not take some kind of nutrition louder for chris in the back <laughs> you dehydrated noodle you also should be a gelled up hydrated noodle <laughs> yeah chris i was has shown up at my chris has shown up at my house on more than one occasion with no nutrition in the middle of the summer and i'm like digging shit out of my pantry like okay what flavor <laughs> Oh, yeah, there was that time that Brent came into town. Brent is not with us tonight. I mean, he's still alive, but he's just not on the podcast. <laughs> Brent's no longer with us. 
The arms <laughs> of an angel. <laughs> we got that text. I think you texted a, the group chat like, "Do you guys have a gel? Do you have a Martin?" I was like, "No. <laughs> Why would I have that?" Like Chris, we don't just have Martins like flying out our ass. And sorry, Do you, you, you really, that out. you really think I'm gonna give you a five dollar gel? You really think that? <laughs> he you really did. Think I'm that kind of person? I think you did. You actually did. Oh, that was like that was a really horrible hangover run that we went a lot of miles and and Brent and I were just like struggling because we played caps the entire night, and then that was also I think the night that Keen like called me randomly. He's like, "Please do not swallow those caps." Just concerned. It's a concerned your legitimate. That you guys showed up to my house and I was like, "Do you guys need water?" They were not carrying water. And I brought out, like, a water bottle, and, like, I swear to God, they both, like, chugged it faster than I've seen either of them chug a beer. It was like, wow. Yeah, it was down quickly. That's the only way we really survived. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, Boston. All right, so Boston was, like, like, really strange, like, kind of disappointing, but not, like, from a racing standpoint. I came in with, like, a slight... Uh, hamstring injury coming in I was already having issues with it and I was also coming off like just really rough time emotionally as also well. just like not running as well as I wanted to just kind of getting hurt and uh jumped in and uh I mean it was a fun experience for the first part like I think I got way too uh trigger happy and it ended up being a situation where like I did go out harder than I should have, started running 530s highs, and uh, then from there, like, I mean, I found some people that I knew. Uh, I think I got really, like, kind of testy uh, for a bit. I ran with somebody that from Ohio State that I just knew from, like, my running or Strava or whatever, so I ran with him for a bit, caught up to the next crew. We all were going for sub-230. We all cratered and fell apart, <laughs> and it was just, like, a very much a... Uh, it was, yeah, it was weird because, like, you get to that point where, like, at 16, I was like, okay, my hamstrings are already killing me. And I'm like, this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. And we started track, kept fighting on. Uh, I ran with the guy for a little bit, and we were both, like, I broke off the pack, uh, just took off from the, the pack that was going sub-230. A couple guys joined me, and we were all trying to fight for that sub-230. We're all quickly noticing that we're not doing that well and just struggling but we was like there's like kind of cool like a there's a really cool kind of camaraderie that comes with mutual suffering in these races if if like that's not as dark as i i think it sounds uh but it's just like you're all just going after it and you guys are all kind of at i guess wit's end and just all right hey we're still gonna fight we're still gonna fight and like little by little next guy drops i'm the only one still moving and i'm just not moving as fast as i want to i start catching some people um and it was weird too because like they didn't have like heartbreak typically has that like big like uh big balloon thing that says heartbreak hill but i didn't show it this year so like i actually didn't know what hills i was running uh so i was like not really as somebody that should have like was talking about know your course i really didn't <laughs> toward that part of the course uh so when i passed heartbreak hill i was like oh i think that was heartbreak cool 
And then I passed the point where I walked like two years ago. And while I was feeling awful, it was cool to be like, I'm not walking. And then I just kept moving and my hip, my hamstring had at that point given up. Now my hips are giving up. Uh, two miles ago, I look over and I'm trying to drop a guy again. He looks over at me and says, Chris? And I look over, I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, it's Teddy Farley. Some guy that I've known from running dice stat message boards for over 10 years. Um, just happen to be racing against each other in the Boston Marathon. I keep moving forward. I see another guy with really long hair. He turns around. It's my buddy Corey Priscilla that I raced against in undergrad. And it was just intense. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, just being able to see people like, like I haven't seen in years or haven't even met in person. I was like, this is cool. Um, also, way back, I actually ended up seeing Thayer uh, from uh, um, Thayer, my buddy from uh, from overseas that I've known through Instagram. He was in that sub-230 group. I caught up to that group, and I look over, and I'm like, brother, it's you. Holy crap. Hi. <laughs> uh, but it was it was a good time. I it, it, The camaraderie that came out of the racing was fantastic. Um, the course broke me again. I didn't walk, so it's a positive. I have a new course PR and 232 it was 106th this year, uh, but didn't hit top 50 where I wanted. Didn't break 230, uh, so it was, I left a little bit like I crossed the line and I was kind of just very disappointed. Uh, at that point, when I knew that I didn't break 230, I knew that I just didn't feel like running to the track house. Also, my feet could barely I could barely walk, um, but I don't know. It was it was a good time. Um, it was our first time actually repping Ope, so that was also a really cool, uh, cool thing. Uh, got to see Witty afterward, and then we just drank on the, uh, we drank at Tracksmith the entire afternoon, and, uh, after I was drinking for a little bit, we run out to, uh, to the course, and we were to see Nicole finish, which is, like, I don't know, it's, like, the, the emotion of just, like, seeing our friends race, because I've never seen you race, like, it was just... I was like in so much pain. Like uh, Witty was like, you were hobbling. Like you could clearly tell. Like looking back, I had a friend take a video of me at the end, and you can see just like how bad the hobble was. And I was like, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I think. I mean, it's it's. I think everybody, except for Witty, closing in four forty. Um, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how he did that. <laughs> Witty closed in 440. Don't let anybody tell you any uh, anything else. We have Strava to show that he closed in 440. Um, the man, the man's a legend. <laughs> uh, but the, I, I think the entirety of that that day reinforced why I enjoy Boston. Like hanging out on the porch, talking to like um, I got a chance to talk with um, just a, a lot of just like really nice people like. Um, I got to talk to uh, David Melly was really nice. We got a chance to ch- chat with him for a little bit. Uh, I got a chance to talk to Louis. That was awesome. Uh, and then um, we also got a chance to talk to, um, why am I blinking out on his name? He's awesome. Um, Bromka, Peter Bromka. I got a chance to talk to him for a bit. We talked about being in D3 together and like the camaraderie that comes with being a D3 runner. And uh I don't know it was just like everybody was just so excited and so excited to be there and also took some of the sweetest picks that i ever had which <clears throat> i totally appreciate and just drinking beers on tracksmith's porch is the coolest thing um but then afterwards we went to go do karaoke and so like 
it was just, I don't know, it, that entire weekend was just full of fun. And, like, again, I stacked my bag full of beer like I did because I went to Portland again. But, uh, and uh, shout out to the, uh, shout out to Bissell Bros because they hooked it up. I was, again, one of my favorite trips the entire thing. I was going out there, hanging out there for a couple hours before I took the train. Uh, didn't have to fly. I didn't drive back. I just took the train from uh, from Portland, Maine, down to Boston. It was an amazing experience. Um, it was very funny when you came and you had the suitcase full of beer because I hadn't like I I told Ryan that it was probably going to happen. And he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." Like he's thinking just like a few beers in a, a bag, and then he we get to the train station. He's like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> There is actually a big ass suitcase full of beer. So I was terrified because like I ended up being at Bissell and they somehow had the Swish release during that time period. And so like I stacked up a case of Swish and then a couple uh, floor packs for my buddy John from the Mirrory. And because he wanted some of that. And then like we dropped off some Hufarded stuff. So they gave me a couple bottles and they're like, you want here's some extra stuff for you. And I'm like, yeah, okay. But I'm like, okay, how am I going to be able to sneak this? And it turns out like, it's not really sneaking. Like, you don't, it's a train. All, there's, there's no rules. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a great time. I actually gave our, I tipped our, uh, uh, our person, our valet at when we left. He was, he, he saw our swish and he's like, swish, love that beer. And I'm like, here's some, I had some of the left. I'm like, here's from us. Thank you. Uh, he was cool. He told us one of the, like a fun story about Ireland and we were like, yeah. So I, I forgot the story, but I know it was very entertaining. It was entertaining for me to give him a four pack. So, uh, yeah. And we drove back, which is. In one day, in one, in one night. Day. And we had wings in Buffalo. We did. And shout out to Walk who gave us the recommendation to go to Barbell. They were phenomenal. I will never forget them. We're actually, when we go back to Boston, we're driving again, and we have that on the list to get. There we go. Well, uh, from there, uh, I took a week off. I was still hobbling, but the next week, uh, I think I took two weeks. Uh, I took took a week off, and then I started, like, lightly jogging. And uh, then there was an 8K the next weekend because we decided to do nyc champs like zach messaged the group and like let's do nyc champs so uh we started running again next week i would not recommend it to anybody um i just did it just because like well heck season's gonna be over anyways um and uh the more the next week was this is i think the circleville pumpkin run 8k or five miler and uh i <laughs> I might have had a, a beer too much uh, the night before, but I also could barely like start barely run on Tuesday, so I figured I'm not doing this AK at all. Um, but I woke up that morning. I was like, I put it in the group chat on the Discord, and I was like, I don't feel great. Like I like I I don't know. I didn't sleep very well. Then it wasn't gonna put that I was hungover because uh, so I could have given more shit. But I was hungover and didn't sleep well. But we're gonna go watch the boys run. And so Zach was like, yeah, uh, I only slept like an hour because of the baby. But I'm still going to race this morning. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, okay. So I signed up that morning. I jumped into this AK and I PR'd. <laughs> I ran a 25-16 and I negative split and I closed my last mile to get 452, I think. Um, it was like the most insane thing because i got in and i was like oh i'm gonna be conservative because my legs still kind of hurt so i have lingering effects from boston which with boston was like 
my legs failed me like aerobically i felt great 530 535 538 was not hard but my legs failed me so i was like all right well my legs don't feel good uh but we went out and like i think i ran opened up in like 510 and so i closed super fast i told myself that i needed a sub 10 to close uh i was like at mile three i was like if i close in sub 10 ipr because it was a 25 25 at the time and i decided to just said uh, i don't know choose violence that morning and close up and run a, <laughs> a 25 16 took third uh sam won the race sam did very well um sam probably doesn't listen to this podcast but uh he would also appreciate that he, me saying that he won the race and then uh Braden, after not really i think he wasn't even running that much he run he ran sub 25 too so all the three boys got pies and we got to hang out around circleville so that's what pumpkin we did pumpkin pie pumpkin pie it's good. When did you did you eat your pie in Circleville, or did you have to take it home? Like, what was the the eating? I took it home. I uh, took it to the office. Uh, I had my coffee, and I I, I ate it there. So, was the pie mm. a perfect circle because it came from Circleville? Um, the pie. If you're talking about a perfect circle, are we talking about like like the band, a perfect circle? Like, cause uh, like a fucking protractor. Like, did they? Did they draw a perfect circle and make it into a pie? I heard no, it was, it was more like shaped. It was more like the outsider, kind of like that song. So um, that's for squares. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. If you guys if you guys know know that reference, uh, please uh, chime chime in and uh, at uh, beardsmiles@gmail.com. That's beardsmiles@gmail.com. Um, if you know the reference, you can leave us a five star review and let us know that you knew the reference. That's you. Um. But then we, the boys went out to, to New York. Uh, and by the boys, myself, Adam Dietrich, Andrew Whitland, and, uh, and Zach. So we all went out there. Uh, and at that point, I think we could call it, it was Zach and the Band of Broken Boys. Because Dietrich was hurt. Witty was still recovering from Boston. I was still hurt <laughs> at that, that point. Like, it just, I was not feeling good. Uh, Zach actually, he got second. He was, he, I think he said that he had, uh, this like throwing up problem at like three and then he caught up and he almost won the race. He would have almost, he would have been able to go to California for free. Uh, but it was an incredible like time. Uh, the boys blew up. Uh, I didn't run. I ran, I ran slower than my marathon pace during that, uh, my goal marathon pace during that race. It was hard. And at that point I realized like, all right, season's over. We're done. Uh, but that weekend was incredible. It, like that really reinforced, like, hey, this Oak thing is actually an amazing thing we're doing here. Um, I think we can do some crazy things in next year. So, like, we, I think it was just overall for the group. I think it was fun. It was fun to realize, like, okay, hey, we like racing with each other. We actually like hanging out with each other too. So, um, and you just stick four guys in a room for the entire weekend. I think uh, you decide whether you like each other or not. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I think uh, at least kind of the topic of like kind of the off season. Like, at what point do you realize, all right, we're done? Like for me, like during that race, I kind of realized I was like, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be racing, and I'm happy to have the opportunity to be racing cross country because like I don't really get a chance to do it very much. And I'm also in New York. This is awesome. But. I'm done, like mentally and physically, like my body needs rest. Um, so for you guys, like how how do you guys figure that out? 
I mean, I always just take time off after like a distance race or like a big goal, like regardless of whether or not I feel like I'm done. Because I think that just even getting that mental reset is like huge. Like, I mean, after Boston, like I was ready to start running again. I was like, oh my God, I'm the for once, like I didn't race it. So I was like, I feel fine. Like I want to start running again, but I had that injury and it kept me out for longer than I probably would have even taken off. But even if I'm not injured, I usually try to take off like two weeks totally. Um, like even after I ran, like I PR'd in the 5k um, solo, I was like, all right, we're going to take like three days off because as much as you want to reward yourself, or if you have a disappointing race, like you feel like you owe it to yourself to get back out there and do something that you can be proud of. Like it, it it's mentally taxing to just be training, I think, and physically taxing. And like a lot of times you can be way taxed and like way punched out body wise before you even realize it. So, I mean, I just, I just like force myself to take time off, even if I don't necessarily feel like I have to or want to. And if you're not taxed enough, the IRS will come calling. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the IRS. Sorry, guys. Don't. Oh, my God. What if me. they're listening to this and then they come after all of us? They the check entire all our taxes. IRS office has this on in their office right now. I'm so sorry. I pay my taxes. I promise. <laughs> we do follow the loopholes, but yes, we pay our taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Beers and Miles, uh, Beers and Miles podcast does not support fucking the IRS. <laughs> I mean, I have a shirt that says "Commit Tax Fraud," but I don't actually do it. <laughs> it's a meme, guys. It's a meme. <laughs> it's a meme. Like you know, memes. I, I think the IRS probably pronounce it memes because it just, of course they do. But, well, Mike, uh, Mike pronounces it memes. So memes, <laughs> memes, like the rapper. Memes. Every time I see anything that's related to Mims, I think of the rapper Mims. He also thought that Lance Bass's name was Lance Bass. I was like, what? Bass. He's like, you're the one saying it wrong. I'm like, I am definitely not saying it wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I had to call my sister. I'm like, the guy from NSYNC, his name's Lance. What's his last name? And validated me. But yeah. Right in. Is it Lance Bass or Lance Bass? definitely Lance Bass. Yeah. Nicki Minaj you know, did not write about Super that Bass. About that. <laughs> isn't isn't today. well? Isn't isn't Lance Lance Bass like the guy that was trying to like have a monopoly over like weed in in Ohio? Was it him? It was one of the NSYNC members. Oh, I don't know. I'm Maybe pretty it sure was it was Joey. Him. But Maybe it was. Jo- it wasn't Joey. He's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. It wasn't Joey. I don't know which one's well, one Joey Fatone's last. Joey Fatone, if like if Mike pronounced his last name, it would probably you'd probably say it's Fat One. And Fat Tony. <laughs> Fat Tony. Fat Tony. <laughs> Roll a fat oh. one. It makes sense. It makes like sense I get it. Yeah, Timberlake <laughs> is Timberlake, but they're not all pronounced that, you know. Timberlock. Timberlake. Timberlake. <laughs> Before you know it. <laughs> It's gonna be May. <laughs> Please. Get back to my gardening. Yeah, I 
Well, last year we got that snow in like May, which was horrible because like we had so much shit that just had bloomed. Like all the trees were really bloomed. Like they were so flowery and my strawberries were like, hell yeah, it's time for us to come out of our little dirt holes. And <laughs> that sounded so much better in my head. Anyway, <laughs> then the snow was... came. And it was like a foot of fucking snow and it melted by the afternoon, but there was so much of it and it broke so many of our trees and it fucked my strawberries. They shriveled into those holes and I don't think they're ever coming back out. Like, I think these strawberries are done. I'm coming out of my dirt holes and I'm doing just fine. (laughs) Coming out of my dirt holes. I always feel bad for the the daffodils because they come out like in like end of February I don't know who told them to come out February, March, but like they get snowed on and sleeted on and yeah. rained on and frozen to death. And they get I mean, like fucked. They're like, they're like putting out the feelers. They're like, hey, hey, is it cool? Like we want to make things pretty again. Is it cool? Are we too early? And then the snow's like, fuck yeah, you are. And they're like, it's, ah! legit- it's legitimately the daffy duck of, of, of flowers. Is that why I'm thinking daffodils? There- that daffod- they're just they're definitely just weeds. like they grow everywhere and they're really resilient but they have it's a daffodil duck really like them. daffodil duck <laughs> oh no that sounds weird <laughs> it sounds like a pickle <laughs> dill duck no. sounds weird <laughs> dill duck did uh, so you guys you got you sent the the wendy's roast thing earlier <laughs> oh wendy's been going ham the, the Affleck one just, like, killed me. Did you see the Squidward one? Yes. Oh. Jeez. I'm terrified. Wonder... I don't know. I don't want Wendy's to, like, roast me in, like, 4K. I wonder if Mike was running the Wendy's Twitter today because he went into the office and he was just, like, you know, in that kind of mood that he would be, like, sassy. I could see Mike being the mastermind <laughs> behind the Wendy's roast. Like, I could see him... Like, I, I think it was Georgia last year. They, like, tweeted at them, like, give us your worst. And they, like, really went ham. And then they were like, actually, don't come into our restaurants because we don't want to get sued if you choke on our food. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds like something Mike would say. I bet. I bet. <laughs> uh, speaking of seriously to Georgia, I'm just going to put it out there. I'm an Ohio State fan, but go dogs. Go dogs! You guys, you guys have earned you guys have earned a championship this year. I'm happy for you. Go dogs! Go, Go dogs. dogs! I'm happy Eric, for you. Do you guys see the bulldog? Oh my so god! So sad. The game is so cute. He though. was so sleepy. So old. I know. He's so he had old. a bag of ice. Like, so like, sleepy. Oh, you getting a little hot? <laughs> like Ray's got her own heated blanket. He's got his own bag of ice. I'll give him a hug. Just gonna give him a hug. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I fell asleep before the end of the game. I was tired. Same. It got good in the fourth quarter. I hear. That's what I heard. That's like it was no... like field goal, a bunch of people flexing their kickers, and then it was just like touchdowns. But only you know, from one team. Not I'm the just... Heisman winning team. Hey, I'm 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 happy. I was like especially after how well good their defense was this year, I was like, come on, let's let's I want I want I have friends that are that are big Georgia fans, so I was like, let's give them one. I want them to win one. It's been it's been a long time. I think it's like fourteen years since they won something. 
I don't know, something like that. I was proud of them. I was just, all I wanted was, like, I know that I should be cheering for the Big Ten. And I know I should be, like, excited if a Big Ten team makes the playoffs. But, like, after the get, the last game Ohio State had, like, I was just, like, so butthurt. And I was, like, I need, like, I swear to, I was, like, sitting there with, like, a sage stick in my hand. Like, oh, summon sadness for Michigan fans. And just, like, <laughs> just doing weird shit. Like, doing, like, all these weird seance things to try to, like, summon a Michigan loss. And then Meanwhile. Was, like, bad. Meanwhile, we took... Uh, we took Jaeger shots after Michigan beat Ohio State. That's a weird night or weird day. Keen took Jaeger shots with us. Oh, I'm always I'm always down for Jaeger shots. Yeah, Mike brought out Jaeger and it was not pretty. Uh, it wasn't it was in a pretty game, so I think we deserved a not pretty so liquor. You, so you took Jaeger shots to punish yourselves? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, Mike just kept buying and buying shots. I was like, what are you doing? No, that was at your house. Oh, I thought you were talking about at the, um, never mind. No, I know. It was like, we wa- it was when we were watching the game and we lost and we took Jaeger shots. It wasn't pretty. Yeah, yeah. But, I, uh, I feel like Mike just always at the just, bar. Yeah, Mike but, just always has shots. Like anytime there's a Mike, there's a shot. Yeah. It's, uh, also a uh, shout out to Kirby Smart. He is a, uh, a fraternity brother. Phi Alpha brother. Calling you. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I found that out because the SA uh, uh, Twitter or Instagram account put a picture. I was like, oh, shoot. Every time I see that guy, he's just like screaming at someone. Like every single time I've seen him, he's just yelling. And I'm like, that doesn't seem very smart of you, Kirby Smart. You know, you know, if I had the opportunity to be in a job where I could just yell, like, yell whenever I want, <laughs> I take it. I like yelling. I like yelling in general. I don't get a chance to yell at all. Like, I probably get a yell maybe, not even, it's probably like 0.03% of like my entire, like entire year is like when I get a chance to yell. And it's usually because something goes wrong. Yeah. And then even then, is it like, do you actually get to yell or do you mostly just like yell what you would have yelled while you're in the shower after the argument? (laughs) Yeah, I can't yell like, like what's going on, like the song, and I say, hey, I can't do that. I can't. I I don't get a chance to do that. Um, but hey, real quick, before we transition to the next thing, we are drinking something that I haven't actually. So Zach asked for this, so I saved a can for myself because I figured why not. Uh, I am drinking a seltzer, um, not just any seltzer. It's from Who Farted. It's called uh, Nuvu Reach. Nuvu Reach? I don't know. Uh, it is a carbonic cherry wine cider. Ingredients New York apples, English Mario cherries, white wine concentrate, and sulfites. So it's, it's, it's kind of a keen for a, for a seltzer wine kind of thing. I love it. Yeah, it's a weird can too. There's like... Ooh. There's like Llamas. animals with like a pig. Yeah. Ooh. There's a pig. A rabbit, even. Jeez. And a moo moo. Of course, moo moo in there. Ooh, got the whole zoo out here. Got the zoo on deck, Patron on ice. That looks like uh, my farm on Big Farm. Oh Except for I have God. no rabbits. You talk about? You talk about Farmville? No, no, it's no, Big no, no, Farm. No. It's like better. Wait, what? Listen. 
I just am really upset because in Big Farm, I don't know if any of you listeners play listeners play this game. If you do, you should probably hit up Keen and I because we're in a co-op together. Yeah. Um, what the hell is all this? The ins and out. <laughs> What's Big Farm? You know, what? What's it's Big like Farm? A, it's it's a game on your phone, basically. Like you can download from the app store, and you like have it's basically like Farmville, but like redesigned. So you like have a farm and you have workers and you have animals and you have you know orchards with like apples peaches almonds cherries can i go raid can i go raid people's farms no you can't oh. rob people that i've they make it out. so you can't but you do get like adventure farms that you can go to and they change out like every couple months or so and like there we're in the nordic farm right now because it's like the middle of winter and you can like breed seals and you know make biking clothes and you know the the previous the the previous adventure farm was this amazing lovely wonderful farm that had all sorts of candy and i genuinely miss it with all of my heart can we produce maple syrup and all sorts of like different kinds of candies it was next up is the tropical one though so that'll be fun too because they're both pretty good oranges i don't have any orange orange jam so i need to make some i know i need some orange jam too crystal's like i have regrets about asking (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm just mad that you guys didn't tell me about this you want to play big farm i'll play big farm big pharma get on on. i'm gonna call mine big pharma big pharma big pharma Pharma. (laughs) oh my god jeez all right well since we are I have to go do uh, strength training in, in a second because I'm actually doing that now because uh, we're not going to let Boston happen again. Uh, or Boston uh, badness happen again. Uh, so we'll transition over to what's your goals for 2022? I'll go first. Um, so I just got accepted into the Berlin Marathon, which kind of has changed some of my goals for 2022. Um, but focusing on the spring, I'm doing the Toledo glass city marathon for the first time. I've heard really good things about the course. Um, so I'm really excited for that going for a PR, um, hopefully trying to break like 315, 312 ish, something around there. Um, and I also have Tybee coming up. So that's in three weeks. Um, so Tybee run fest is a festival over the weekend of running exactly what it sounds like. So Friday, there's a 5K. Saturday, there's a 10K half beach run and mile fun run. Have not decided which one I'm actually going to race yet. It's between the 10K and the half. Um, so we'll see how we're feeling coming leading up to that. But it's super flat, usually pretty good weather. So excited for that. So that will be kind of like a dress rehearsal for April. And then we have eight weeks till Toledo. And then um, I am planning to run the Philly Marathon. Um, so either I'll drop it down to a half now that I have Berlin or do the full and run it slow or see how Berlin goes. And if I don't end up racing Berlin, still focus on, um, Philly. So those are kind of my goals for the fall. And I do want to do a couple more halves this year. So we'll probably do Columbus half, um, and then maybe the river run in September, either just as like long runs or, um, you know, try to get solid workout in on them. That's kind of my goals. And obviously to weightlift more, trying to always do that and continue up my yoga streak. So 
last year, what I did not recap, I forgot about. Um, I did over a hundred hours of yoga last year. So hoping to do that again this year. I don't really have any like time goals. Um, like I would love to PR in something because it's been a minute and I don't really have like, like a lot of my PRs from the last couple of years have been solo time trials. So like, I would love to get something official in the books, but I'm kind of like going into 22 with no pressure on myself. Um, I find that like, if I put too much pressure on a goal, a lot of the time I just like won't achieve it just because I'll psych myself out. So I've decided to kind of go through this year setting like small goals. So this year, this month, my husband and I are doing yoga with Adrian's 30-day yoga challenge that it's called Move. Um, and my goal going forward after this month is up is to keep up like some form of yoga at least three times a week. Um, it really helps out with a lot of those like stupid niggles that you have, like stretching out like that and just kind of like recentering and refocusing and I don't know, doing something else besides just like running and strength training. Um, it really kind of gives you that reminder to get in some really good stretches that aren't just like, you know, pulling your muscles at the end of a run. Um, I'm also trying to keep up with my three days of weightlifting. Um, and I'm lifting pretty heavy right now. That'll probably change when I get into the thick of racing. Um, but I'm trying to keep up with that. And I'm trying to make a small goal from now until Boston of limiting my eating out um, and really trying to find meals that we're cooking at home that I thoroughly enjoy that are nutritious. Because I noticed that after Boston, I just like high key pigged out. <laughs> and I was like, for like a whole like month and a half, we were like eating out every night and it gets like costly and it gets like you know, the pounds just like, not that it really matters that much what your weight is in the off season, but like the pounds just came packing on. It was like, Oh God. <laughs> so um just trying to find things that I like to eat that um I can kind of use to more fuel to my running and lifting goals instead of just eating whatever the hell I want, whenever <laughs> I feel like eating it. So yeah, um I'm doing a half this year, doing a full, not for time. Um, probably going to try for 5k and 10k PR early fall. Um, and I really have no plans for the fall in, in terms of racing. I have a London marathon entry that I may or may not defer. We'll see. Defer, because yeah. then I might run, could run London next year or the year after. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I've deferred it like twice now. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. is that a previous deferral? Because I wasn't yeah. sure if they had sent out if they if they had accepted people. They haven't. They haven't. No, they haven't sent out the emails. They got this month, I think. Um, but yeah, I deferred, and because I'm a foreigner, I'm allowed to defer again. I guess. Nice. I mean, you're yeah. not supposed to defer more than once. But I emailed them and I asked if I could. So fuck the police, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Bad. I'm excited to see what happens over this next year. Like, I think it'd be a lot of fun to just see like how everybody does. And I don't know. It's like, well, it's kind of hard to say because like I thought last year was a really weird form of racing. Like everybody's getting back to racing, but like this year kind of feels the same way. 
where it's like with Omicron happening and like it does kind of still feel like uh, it's racist going to happen or anything like that. So um, I don't know. It still doesn't feel kind of normal to be racing again. Uh, it's almost like every chance you get, you got to be excited about it. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, a lot of these races, like I know like New York half and Boston marathon and I'm sure some of the other races too will, are going to start implementing the, you have to have a vaccine in order yeah. to run their race. So I think they're trying to do everything they can to not cancel. Yeah. And speaking of that, that's, uh, I guess that's my racing schedule for this year. So I'll be doing, uh, I'll be doing NY, for sure I'm going to be doing NYC half. Um, the goal is to go sub six, uh, 68.30 would be like a goal that I would want to have. It's like 5.14 pace. Um, kind of sad about that because like if it does happen, that means like, well, I'm not a 69 guy anymore. It really sucks. I was going to uh, say 69, you had your fun. <laughs> yeah. But then, even then, like, I start looking at it, too, because, like, like, last year, last year, the whole thing was, like, can I beat Kira D'Amato's, like, half marathon PR? And now it's, like, fucking insane. Like, it's, like, amazing. Also, quick plug, she's running Houston this weekend. I hope I can get stopped by tomorrow. But, uh, if not, like, Kira D'Amato's gonna fucking ball. Like, we were super excited, like to see her do well this this weekend she just killed it she killed it at chicago like this is gonna be fun uh we we the beers and miles crew really really endorsed our previous guest kira damato we stand kira damato on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) um but then i have boston and boston i want i want to be right around 225 uh top 50 would be a dream um just have a just honestly just beat the course is really like finish finish well finish those last five miles well is probably more so than anything like say 225 and anything like that but like honestly don't like the last five miles should typically should technically be the easiest because it does have a gradual downhill but if you're broken by that point it's the hardest part of it so like i want those last five miles to feel good i want those last five miles to be like me just blowing it away so that's their goal. Uh, then I'm running Chicago. I got an American Development Program again, back from 2020. Thankfully, I got to use my 230. Uh, so I'll go do that. And then there's like a Columbus Race Series here uh, that I am going to just, I think I can't do all of them because I've already missed out on one because it sold out. And one of them's during the NYC half. So I'm going to do six and uh, goal is to sweep. So when every single one of those... Uh, not win every race because there's not. I'm not gonna win the Columbus 10K, so I'll be running that too. But uh, just to uh, go out and just sweep everything in our uh, in that little series that they have, which shouldn't be hard. I think I can just jog and get that. So, um, but yeah, that's basically where I'm at. Would love to run a 5K. I might ask. Uh, I might ask Zach if I could run a 3K at Michigan with them next week. So we'll see if I maybe do that <laughs> uh but i really want to maybe take a shot at running uh as close to 15 flat or sub 15 uh maybe somewhere time this year and then also i want to get a sub 25 ak and uh as far as hope goes we want to start sending fielding teams out and having some good times out there so um teams getting pretty big and uh 
we're excited what we can do with it. So we did get a couple questions um, that I want to clean this up with. Uh, first one was for Tony Kankles. Uh, what's a hum- hypotenuse? What's a hypotenuse? Your mom is a hypotenuse. Church. I'd said a big bang guava juice, something, something, the fairly odd parents thing. I don't know. Giant steak, birthday cake, large price, chocolate shake. There we go. There we go. It's been a bit. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> Ethan, uh, who we had on the pod, uh, favorite beer you had while recording a pod? It had to have been one of the ones when we were in person. Yeah, I think so too. One of the one of definitely the, uh, one of like the sours for me. I think one of the cherry ones. Were we were we the cherry wine? Did we have cherry wine on the pod? I don't know I if don't we had it we on the pod. I remember we had it together at one point, but I don't remember if it was on the pod. We had one of the. I think it's probably the homage like wine spritzer. Like there was a dark mm. wine one that we had that was like really good. It's a couple ones that I've had when I'm like that got me drunk. That uh, I think the Wyatt one. There was a couple ones that got me fucked up. Oh and, my god! Uh, I had to re-record it. I re-recorded a lot of that podcast. That's gonna be re. Uh, that's a go fill in the curtain a little bit. I did re-record a lot of my segments because it, I was fucked up. <laughs> it was bad. It, we were like, like all of us were just like, oh my god, Chris is wasted. That was a good uh, beer. Though. It was one of my most fun pod I ever had uh, because at that at one point I started just like. I started, uh, shit. I started, uh, chugging box wine. Yes, that happened. <laughs> I, had a, I have a picture on my phone of the hang- Google Hangouts of you chugging box wine. Oh my god. All right. I mean, he, uh, he did it in honor of you because you weren't there. Yeah, I was like, I don't know that I was there for that one. Uh, but I heard about it. And then I was in the group. <laughs> group text after that was like chris are you okay like the next morning <laughs> i wasn't uh, i wasn't pancakes asks, what's your proudest moment for 2021 and it could be it could be running or even just general wise for yourself i mean i got my dream job in 2021 she got paid a nerd's rope you heard it here first i did <laughs> um I would say my proudest moment is the is the more yoga. Um, I tried to stick to like five to six days a week, um, even if it was just for like a, a short fifteen or twenty minutes. And then I added up all my my time that I spent on my mat, and I was like, "Holy cow!" So that was a big thing for me. Uh, proudest moment. I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, it's my proudest moment in 2021. Like, that legitimately is my proudest moment in 2021 to say, like, I'm done with the politics of, like, running running groups, running, like, associations and saying, like, I'm going to do this and just, like, jump in and put, I guess, myself and, like, my own reputation out there and say, like, I'm going to start a club who wants to join and they're getting like this. That's probably my proudest thing to see people, people have come together from like different parts of the country that they've never met each other before. And now it's become a big support system. And 
don't know. It's like it makes me feel good to hear that. <laughs> like that's my that's my proudest moment is starting Ope of last year. Um, and uh, speaking of Ope, we have an Ope uh, question. Um, why didn't Nicole cut her hair? Um, that's from Kurt. I just would love for Kurt one of these days to grow his hair all the way down to his ass, just all the way down. And tell me that it is much better than having short hair. I just want that one time. I think the question will answer itself. Um, my sure, hair, sure. like, I also get, like, like, in the summer, my hair turns into, like, a big, like, bird's nest. And then in the winter, it turns into one big-ass icicle. And I, like, can't handle either of those things. Like, it drives me insane. I don't like having to, like... Like, I like being able to just, like, not have to style my hair. Like, if I don't brush my short hair, it doesn't look like shit because it's just short hair. If I don't brush my long hair, it looks like I'm, like, the freaking Crypt Keeper or something. Like, I look <laughs> ridiculous. So, you know. See, I'm opposite. I, I, I have to, like, style short hair and I, like, do not have to style my long hair. That's so interesting. It, yeah, like, if I wanted to just wash my hair and, like, go to work, it would, like air dry like wavy but like the short hair would just like poof out and like look like a hot mess yeah see that's like the opposite because I think my hair gets like curlier the longer it gets and so it's like it just looks like a like it oh, just yeah, mine, looks disgusting mine definitely flattens out the longer it gets it curls up the shorter it is do you just get that whole like rant the what <laughs> The rant. The, the rant. <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting. I'm I'm cutting this off, like next week. So, like this hair is going away. Cause you got the rant. Right. No, I just uh, I've never been. Actually, we uh we can after 156 people have looked at this, we're at 18 people have told me to chop my hair. 26 people have said trim. So then we're gonna trim. Okay, going back to summer hair. But, jeez, I can't summer deal with this. I have longer I hair than you do, Nicole. See? I think you should let your hairstylist decide. Just say, just do what you want. My barber? Up, bro. <laughs> yeah, your barber, whatever you call him. But then, but the thing is, like, that's I'm terrified of that. Like, You'll end up with a dick shaved into your head. No, no, because, like, he'll, he'll cut me down short. Because, like, that's usually how he does it. Oh. But he's a good, he's a good, he's a good barber. I don't trust anybody else with my hair. But I've also never had this long hair and said trim. So we'll see how it plays out. But uh, yeah, we'll figure it out next time you around. just I'll... ask for a bowl cut. Right? Put the bowl over <laughs> the top of your head. Yeah, um, bring your own bowl. You thank you guys bowl. for listening to the Beers and Miles podcast. <laughs> I'm Chris. Uh, I'll see you guys next time. I'm just kidding. Um, Where can we find you, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at beersandmiles.com, uh, uh, at Instagram, at beersandmiles. Uh, I think that's really all I want to share at this point. Uh, if you guys want to follow Ope, Ope is a thing. Ope has been a thing for a bit. Uh, if you are a Midwest runner, racer, Midwest racer, we're looking for racers. That's what we, like, if you enjoy racing and you live in the Midwest and you want a group that has that kind of same kind of mindset just generally a nice person too we'll welcome you 
check out Ope at Ope Athletic Club, Ope Athletic Club on Instagram. Um, and uh, we're working on having a full site soon. But uh, check us out. Send in a form submission. We're happy to check. Uh, I'll cut that out. Whatever. Uh, we're happy to accept new members. Uh, we're really happy with how it's so far has turned out and uh, the community we've built. And uh, yeah, Ope Athletic Club. Um, Nicole, how about you? Um, you can find me at Ray the Doggo on Instagram. Yeah. You Good doggo content. You can find me at Ray Dog Roland on Big Farm. You can find me on the streets. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> meet me in the club. It's going down. Anywhere you meet me, it's guaranteed to go down. Going down. <laughs> what if there's like people in our co-op that listen Ooh. to this? I and hope like, so. Oh my god, it's Ray Dog Rolling and Kate Bug 09. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that the you know what? I'm gonna plug this. We actually we take our co-op so seriously that we have a chat on Facebook and I'm going to plug this to them. Oh be my like god. we mentioned you guys. Oh, it is so intense. I mean, it like, really if is. your fields are not clear for the tournament, someone's coming for your ass. Can I start shitposting? What? Can I shitpost in there? Shit? What? You... No, no. You have to be a member of the co-op. You will yeah, not be accepted. Yeah, you have to be accepted. <laughs> Verse number two. You have to be accepted. And you also have to be at, like, what is it, level 20? Yeah, so you gotta, like, <laughs> really beef up your farm real quick. Yeah. You're either going to be spending a lot of money to get to where we are, because we kind of spent some money. I'm just good at or... video gaming, all right? <laughs> just good at video gaming. Well, this isn't a first-person shooter unless you like uh, shooting chickens, which is actually pretty rude. And you oh, shouldn't yeah. do that. Right. Keen, where can they find you? You can find me on Big Farm at Kpug09. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at keen underscore for a run. Um, and I think that's it. You can email me at keen for a run at gmail.com. I'm going to get a lot of mail now. (laughs) And, uh, if you have any questions for the pod or any kind of topics you'd like us to discuss, you can send it at beersmiles at gmail.com. Beersmiles at gmail.com. That's beersmiles at gmail.com. What was it? Beers and miles? At gmail.com. Beers and is the, miles? Is the beer with three at gmail.com. with ease? <laughs> Does I'm the beer have an S on the end? Is it beers? Is it beers with a Z or beers with an S? Or a five. No, is we're not that cool. We're not that cool. Because like it would be beers and miles 2000. Because like get the Z in 2000. Because everything's cool in 2000, don't it? Hey, I've Wait, been to I... the year 3000. Wait, can I ask something? You're drinking beer and you're about to go lift. Yeah. I just realized that. <laughs> yes. He's committed, folks. <laughs> yeah. We're on the walks training plan. Like, the walks strength training plan. I ran 10 miles around lunch so I could do this podcast. Oh, my God. Because I care about I you. It. We care about you, too. We care about you, the listeners, but too. I've got to get to yoga, so. All right, guys. Go, go. Alrighty. And uh, thank you guys for so much for listening. We'll talk to you guys later.